too many Tic Tacs in the town. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the 3.38 starting time. Please welcome from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, Matthew Wiley. Play away, please. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if we. That wasn't a great pod, was it? You want to run it back? Golf Lindia 222. And I confirmed that number is correct. I think I've been stuck on 222 for a while now. Well, these podcasts will be sporadic. You know, golf season is now at the end of the golf season. So, so really, and Bobby Gomez, very good player, very good friend, suggested I call this Sportlandia or Sportslandia. Because I have interests beyond, which I'll talk about, interests beyond, you know, golf DFS, which is excruciatingly painful. As I said, it's Keno. And I had an acronym for Keno, which I forget now. Can't ever know golfers. It was something around that. That's award-winning marketing, my friend. So I decided to do one now because, um, well, it's the last tournament of the season. And perhaps I want to hybrid this into something that is talks about more NFL, Rainmakers, other things that require strategy that perhaps is not entirely focused on week-to-week golf, which is hard. But Sportslandia 222 is brought to you by Marble Ultralights, the Silver Packs. Grab yourself some today. I will never, here's the thing about golf, though. I will never talk about the Live Tour again on Twitter. Someone sent me a tweet that said, you know, something to the effect of, you you must get exhausted talking about the live tour so much, which I don't really talk about it a lot, but I guess I talked talked about it enough to people who enjoy it that they're tired of hearing me talk about it. And at that point I was tired of talking about golf. Some people love live. I get it. You're offended when I talk about it. I get it. So I'm tired of talking about millionaire golfers. I get that. Go do it. Go play live. Go do live. But I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Private equity. What did I say on Twitter about the defense for the PGA? Private equity. Make the tour private. Stadium tours. Do a do a 16th hole at a waste management on on events all across the country. Make stadium holes part of the PGA Tour branding and do point allocations for those stadium tours 
and then have Tiger run the show, which he will likely do. There'll probably be a, a ousting of Monaghan and Tiger takes over with the billions and billionaires that he knows. Insert Morgan Freeman gif. Good luck, Live Tour. Good luck, mouth breathers who enjoy the Live Tour. Good, good luck enjoying watching Pat Reed finish 61st on the Asian Tour. Good luck. They didn't get Tiger, you ain't getting golf. Because here's why. I mean, if I was Tiger, this may surprise you, I'm not. But a lot of the equity that was taken to the Live Tour, and yes, I do find the irony and then I said I will never talk about it again, and here I am talking about it. This is the last time I will talk about it. I do find it ironic. No, I already said that point. Tiger should be miffed that the equity that he built in the tour for over 20 years, he made it what it is today, both with media contracts, with apparel, with, with attention, with how players tried to create a game to his level. They took that equity to another tour and spent it or got monetized for it. In many respects, that's his. And, you know, he probably wants to start defending that now or running down names. And good luck. Good luck competing against that the most competitive athlete in history with billions of dollars in resources and an absolutely untouchable affection for golf and the PGA Tour. I'm telling you in business, that's very difficult to compete against. So everyone who, who creates, you know, Outcomes and what's going to happen in business based on what you, without any application of history yourself in it, no investment, no, no experience starting anything, no experience leading teams or culture or building anything from scratch. You just tweet about it and it makes it happen. I'm telling you, he's got all the elements. You could tweet about live tour all you want and say it's going to happen just because you think so. But everything is run by human beings, by the energy and the relationships and the culture of human minds. Business gets done between people, and people want to do business with Tiger Woods and Rory, and that will triumph outside of the fact of all the resources he has. So good luck, mouth breathers. That is the last time I will ever mention the Live Tour. It's the last time I'll ever need to mention the Live Tour, if this plays out. Insert golf here. Oh, okay. These are my notes. <clears throat> I just read the note I wrote to myself that said, insert golf here. Uh, tour Championship. Let me give you some background about the Tour Championship. Chirp. Call it the Tour Championship. Tour Championship, brought to you by Coca-Cola. 
but they will give you a great background to this tour, this, this course's resurgence and its impact on the community. And it's a great story. But let me tell you, East Lake is tough as fudge. It's a long par 70. And as I said in my notes today, just wait for it. It's very tree lined and mostly parklands. Tight, narrow fairways, Bermuda rough, punitive. You know, like last week at Wilmington, you want to keep it in the fairway. Bad shot, bad tee, bad angles, bad approaches, bad score, bad lineup, bad week. Rom may be bad. Rom may be bad. I put on Twitter, Rom may be a bad wedge player now. And someone said, no. I mean, at some point, he was a good wedge player. Not recently. Quick greens. There's no, there, there's no, at the green prowess, always an advantage. There's no doubt or no surprise of why Xander, low key, one of the most creative at the green on tour, as stated by, I think, Joel Damon or his caddy to us on this show at one point in our history, that Xander is one of the most creative shot makers they've ever seen around the green. There's no, there's no questioning as to why he does well here. So, but I still like Rory Mackleguts. Why? Because golfers can improve, and you've got to play that narrative. It's plus EV week to week playing DFS. When people believe that last week's outcomes in terms of strokes gained are going to always apply to next week, that they cannot improve, they'll improve data like Luke List. What? Thursday, Luke List, last week, Wilmington. Minus nine strokes gained putting. One of the top four worst since strokes gained had been measured. Said tomorrow he's going to gain strokes. And he did, plus 2.47. It's indicative of two things. One, golfers will improve day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year. And number two, Golf is key now. Can't ever know golfers. K for can't. All right, where am I in my notes? Um, one person who's not leaving, not leaving for the live tour, if you didn't check your feed today, with 45 instances of this uh, update, is that Zalatoris is not playing, but he's also probably not leaving for the live tour. And it was great when he won. I haven't done a podcast in a month, so I haven't talked about this, but when he yelled, what are they going to say now? I thought that was great in reference to people saying he can't putt while he made a 12 foot winner or, or to go to the playoff followed by a very loud, let's go. Which someone said on Twitter to me, and this is funny. Whenever a golfer or someone yells, let's go, wait till the crowd dies down and just put your hands around your mouth and say, where? Where? Let's go. Where? Where are we going? Right now, Will's going to the old Doctorino with his back, which I went to this morning because I have incredible face pain. Sinus pain. So bad that I've got to get it figured out. 
from the old PA physician's assistant floated this one to me. She said, well, it could be allergies or you could have a tumor in your face. <laughs> Here's some saline solution and a body bag. That was it. So we're just going to hope it's the old allergies. <laughs> Maybe it's the Marlboros. Silver pack, ultralights brought to you by. Maybe stop doing that. I don't smoke. <clears throat> but I, the pain has been so bad, I've been waking up at night. Another reason is because I'm investing in rainmakers. Rainmakers. This is not an advertisement. This is an explanation. I wanted to explain rainmakers to everyone so that they don't think it's some. I have some cognitive dissonance that I can hate NFTs, which I have since day one publicly, and I still do. And I was right. And I banged on a lot of people who were trying to shill them and ended up ruining a lot of people's financial lives. But this is not that to me, Rainmakers, at least. The Venn diagram does not cross. Now, do I wake up in the middle of the night in cold sweats with an image of an elite Patrick Mahomes thinking, what am I doing? Yeah. Yeah. But these things are game pieces, game pieces, uh, in terms of contests throughout the year that, that DraftKings is throwing a lot of money at. And I thought, okay, perhaps being an early adopter, having an edge, getting a, which I do now have a top five roster in the higher level in the world. I have no value of these in terms of a collectible or an NFT. And Kalish, as I said to him personally, it's not a flex, but when you, when you get this invested in something, they're going to listen. But when he made a comparison that these long-term will be like owning Van Gogh's, it made my stomach turn. That's not how I see them. I see it as roster building where I can apply these cards for free. Not for free. Well, they're free. No fee entry contests to win money on multiple slates a week. So you put your investment in up front. You got five levels of competition. You want to spend a little core. Rare, elite, legendary, then Rainmakers. It's, it seems to be explained by coders. And it's very difficult for someone who can't read like me because of, you know, some processing issues with words on a page. So I had to have someone explain it to me. But basically, you compete at five levels. Core, lowest, rare, next, elite, next, legendary, next to top, Rainmaker's the top. You get cards in packs or you can buy them on the marketplace that apply to each of those five levels. And that's your competition. So I decided to compete at Legendary Rainmaker, the top level, and I assembled a bunch of plays that can compete in those contests week to week. And there's all a limited number of those plays that exist. For instance, the top level Jamar Chase, there's only eight of them on Earth. Okay, that provides me an advantage in certain contests. What, what its value is long-term for someone as a collectible with the NFLPA, I could care less. That has no value to me. And I wish the content, I've told him this as well, the brand content surrounding 
the promotion of this around NFTs is not helping the case because I was completely, completely resistant to this for many, for obvious reasons until someone with a legal background sat me down and explained it to me. Now, that's where I am. I, I'm not telling anyone to play. I don't care. But I, I'm probably going to tweet about it here and there. And every time I tweet about it, people troll me. And understandably so, because everyone just assumes it's just NFT collection, which it's not. If it was, I wouldn't touch it. It's an investment in a roster and a, and a collection of assets that have utility that you can play in contests throughout the year. That's it. And there's multiple levels of strategy that you deploy. And getting burnt out on golf DFS, this was interesting to me because I thought, okay, this will give me something to really you know, put some investment into and think about on a week-to-week level that's different. I mean, you could, you could just be a net seller of these things and sell them in the marketplace, which I could do right now. You could be a buyer and a seller and just strategize the games you're going to play in. Like, are you going to play Showdown, Buffalo, Rams? Well, you need a roster of certain players. I could do nothing right now and win just based on my French, my entire collection alone. I could go to the live final just on what I have assembled. So, you know, long-term, where do these things end up? Not probably going to be great. The deterioration to zero is pretty quick. I mean, they'll tell you that, yeah, these can be collectibles long-term, not played in games in 2023, but they can be collectibles. Not for me. I'm going to play them to win money, recoup, profit, or not. That's what I'm going to do. So, you know, and it's not, I don't need anyone else to get involved. Frankly, it's better if you stay out for me. But I felt it needs a very simple way to be explained to people because there are some misconceptions. And every time I tweet about it, 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 it people go off. So. Allocation of a million a week in contests plus for 22 weeks? Yeah, I'm going to go after it. Having a top five collection in the world, which a lot of it was, you know, an investment and, and I had a really good run opening these packs, but I can be competitive here. Yeah, and the rake is big. The take from them in terms of what they're selling and what they're giving back is big, but welcome to, welcome to business. Talking about startups, as I said earlier, many people can talk about this and say, well, it should be A, B, and C without starting a business ever before from the ground up. This is new dev. This is new development, new platform. The design work in this alone has got to be off the charts. The NFL PA money in terms of percentage revenue has got to be off the charts. We all complain about DraftKings, including myself. Not making money. And then just, you know, fumbling around with these NFTs. Not these, but just regular old NFTs. And I get upset. 
get upset that they don't find new pathways to make money for, you know, people who own the stock. So when they try to make money like he at this, which they should, you can't get mad at them for trying to make money. Maybe start a business and learn that. So this is this I find different. It's a, it's multi levels of strategy. It's an upfront sunk cost or investment probably cost at the end of the day for me. Um, it's money you'd spend anyway if you're going to play different slates on classic, which I'll still do. But this is sunk in, and we'll see what happens. I will not troll. I'll offer constructive thoughts. I'll be very harsh at times when I'm upset about it. And that's fine. Early adoption is uncomfortable. Again, I'm not selling anything. You don't have to do it. But I'm just explaining my position on it. I like new challenges. I'm willing to take the risk on early adoption. That's that. So. But you live tour people. Billions of dollars, private equity, Tiger Woods at the helm. $20 million plus uh, stadium level events for the top players. Good luck. Good luck competing against that. Tiger doesn't have a track record of losing. And he seems to be pretty invested in this now. And that's it. That's the last time I'll ever talk about it. I'll let this play out exactly how it's going to play out. It's Rory Mackle Guts Week, folks. It was good to be back on Sportlandia 222. Don't smoke. Mm-hmm.